Sav, you want to introduce our guest? Um, well, we have to ask her what's what's her favorite song first. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing this shit because I've listened to every nah, Nicki she... Bono podcast. <laughs> I know what the bit is. I'm not giving you a song. I didn't even come with a song ready. N- no, do the sunflower well, one. Here's roll the, the clip. Now that what's the bit? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Sabato agreed the first person to call out the bit, we'd actually do their song. Yeah. And oh. we wouldn't just dupe you into saying a song and then actually just playing ours. Like, we'll actually do yours because yeah. you called out the bit. That, that's oh. actually true, yeah. Oh. oh, I'm so unprepared. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, um, Soak Up, do you know Soak Up the Sun by Cheryl Crow? They play it in Kmart all the time. Yeah, of course. That sounds, yeah, of course. Okay, there you go. That's it? All right, boom. All right, Done. so we'll definitely do it in post then. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna. Correct. Hey, Sabato. Hey, Nikki B. Ready for the pod, yo. I just might be. So let's go. Let's get it done. How can I refuse? Oh, wait, I do know that song. We could do that. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um... Maybe let's just introduce her. Let's introduce Rachel. Our guest today is Rachel. Uh, do you want your last name in it, too? And That's your middle fine. name? Well, sure. Why not? Yeah, her, her middle name's cool. Her name is Rachel DeForest Reppins. And I've actually made the argument in my own head that you should go by the name DeForest. Wouldn't that be hard? such a cool name. That is a fire yeah. name. <laughs> that would be so sick. That would be crazy. That'd be like having Sabato as a first name. Yeah, chill. <laughs> well, Rachel's accolades, she's a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. She's a professional professor of dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she is the undisputed uh, every weight challenge, uh, every weight weight class champion of the Busset Challenge. She actually Facts. released it <laughs> on Monday, and we we upload the podcast on sunday nights so it that episode took a huge dip that week because we uploaded the episode and then rachel broke the internet the next day no one could listen to it <laughs> your viewership really waned that week it was crazy Did the sponsor the sponsors were calling us saying like why isn't there any traffic it's like <laughs> i just sent them the video and they said simple <laughs> They said, oh, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> it took me like three and a half hours. to. I was like in here like full panic, three panic attacks, like meltdowns. It took me like three and a half hours. <laughs> and then I uploaded it to Twitter and it was like 125p like quality. And I was like, oh, okay. Dude, it, why does Twitter do that? It's so annoying. I did the same thing. I spent like hours of my day doing the Matt Spenley JoJo pose and then <laughs> <laughs> uploaded it to Twitter just – poo quality what made you feel like like you had to do it like, <laughs> like four hours into it um well that's a good i feel like okay once i started i was like i can't quit this because that is so pathetic to have a half finished busset challenge video so, like the beginning of it saved on my phone <laughs> i can't think of anything sadder than that and like i dropped down and nothing yeah. happened that's it. <laughs> so i had to commit <laughs> I commit. I put eyelashes on. I like really went. I was like, I'm going to do the makeup. I'm doing the outfit. I'm doing everything. And it took me like three hours. What like uh, what went into picking the outfit? Like what did you consider? I love that this is a very formal um, interview about my my Boston College (laughs) outfit. Um, I consider (laughs) um, nothing. Just what I had clean. And I love that little hat that I have. So I wanted to make that have a little guest appearance. That was a cool hat. Yeah, the hat was fire. Wait a minute, you were wearing a hat? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, we're we're just getting our feet wet. We're not gonna we're not gonna make the whole interview about the bus challenge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we usually do the bus challenge first thirty minutes, second thirty minutes is like free for all. <laughs> Community okay. chest. Perfect. That's usually right. like, I can see why you usually guys are like so popular. Let's t- <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our episodes are usually like 30 minutes about whatever internet trend is going on and then 30 minutes about suicide <laughs> <laughs> and then like 25 minutes wrapping it up about like hating cops 
So your your big project of the past year was all you can eat. It was. Which was that went off. Thank you. Yeah, that that was cool. How how would you describe it? Like would you call it a show, a movie? Um, I mean, it was supposed to be a show and then COVID happened and then I had to make a dance film and I like just Googled a bunch of YouTube videos the night before about how to do it. And then I was like, okay, here we go. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's a dance film, but like, nice, you know, it just kind of is what it is. It's its own thing. Everything doesn't have to be something else. All you can eat is like one of a kind, a unique art experience. I thought it was so damn cool. Oh, it's so you. fucking cool. Literally, I um, I did it. I made it. And I had like an advisor. It was my MFA thesis project who worked with me for like two years on it. I made this whole film, like paid an editor, put all this work into it, sent it to him. He like th- thanked me. I released it. And then we had to have like a showing of our films when um, like a month later after it came out. And he called me and was giving me notes. And I was like, why are you giving me notes? The film is finished and has been released for like a week. He's like, oh, you guys are going to perform it live next week, right? I was like, what the what? fuck are you talking about? What the hell? <laughs> I was like, um, no, but this has been a wonderful thesis experience. <laughs> Dude, what you, page was he on? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I hope not. <laughs> I hope that's not the plan. So it's a, uh, for the listeners, it's a dance film it's super cool it's like interpretive dance about food and what made you land on food because i think food is really cool because basically everything in your life comes back to food right (laughs) (laughs) essentially it might be my soul like figuring out what to eat might be my soul driving force of each and every day i don't oh never mind okay it looked like the number on my recording thing wasn't going up so sorry to abruptly stop but it's fine never mind (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's okay. And don't worry about it because we'll take care of all this in post. Like, we leave all this in. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Exactly. I'm hoping hoping you do. So, so tell us what went through your head when you landed on food as the topic. Um, I give a lot of different answers about this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys the Nikki Bato exclusive about the real reason. I um, nice. the Ooh. year before I really wanted to go to Japan, um, and I didn't want to pay for it, and so <laughs> I like figured out a way to like take credits as like my study abroad or like my field work, whatever. Um, and so mm-hmm. I got to like get financial aid for it. Which meant I could just take out a government loan and just get it in my bank account, nice. which That's was incredible. So and so once I figured out <laughs> I could do that, I was like, oh, okay, now I need a project. And then I was like, well, what are we going to do in Japan? <laughs> I was like, we're probably going to go out to eat a lot. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> I did this whole, like, this whole lazy ass, like, it was actually really, like, once I actually did the project, it was, like, very, like, involved. But, like, I did this whole project about, like, going out to eat and, like, the rituals about, like, uh-huh. eating and, like, sharing a meal together and how important it is and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I felt like I was kind of in too deep with that. And I, like, had made a whole piece that I, like, performed on a stage. Like, I had this whole, like, moment just to, like, cover up this whole fact that I just wanted to go on vacation for a month <laughs> and not pay for it. And um, it ended up being really interesting. And I was just kind of like, well, I guess this is going to be my thesis now because it seems pretty cool. And it's the idea that I'm stuck on. And, yeah, and then I, like, got more serious about it and all that, mm. like, artsy shit. But that was the original reason. That is... A Nikki Bottle exclusive. <laughs> I feel like, and for the Nikki Bottle listeners who don't know, Nick Brown wrote all of my. Um, we like did a little collaboration, and he wrote three pieces that lined up with the three sections of my dance of like written works. And yeah, I feel like we never even had that conversation. I was just like, "Hey, do you want to write something for this?" And you were like, "Hell yeah!" And then we we both <laughs> just kind of did this project that we knew nothing about. Sick. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you want to write for it? I was like, what's about? You were like, food. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> dude, that is so goaded. That really, oh, that is such an exclusive. Because you've probably been telling like every like 
high academic person in your life some like profound reason why you landed on <laughs> yeah. and for us you're just like i wanted to vacation in japan yeah i, I always do this whole like like long monologue about like human connection and how like granted like yeah i'm interested in that stuff and i'm interested in dance that's like not too abstract where people are, are super like what the hell is this so i was i go on this whole thing about like human connection and like how important like especially during covid like being with people is and they like love it but in reality i'm just like ah oh, that trip to japan was so fun <laughs> dude that's so sick dude when you were in japan too you were just like in the arcades all the time right you were saying Oh, just vibing. Because essentially, like, all I had to do for my research, like, my best friend went too, and she was in the same MFA program as me, and she did, like, a really, like, profound, like, research project about, like, African diasporic dance and, like, how it spreads to different countries and, like, all this really good research. But she had to, like, go to class a lot when she was there. And so, like, I was just in the arcade, just vibing. I got so into it. I bought, like, the gloves. The gamer gloves, and I bought headphones. The ones I'm listening on now, actually. And you would plug it into the arcade in this, like, music game, and I would just be locked in for, like, hours. Like, you couldn't even talk to me. So those headphones you have right now are a product of Japan? They are. They're a product of a 99 cent or, like, a whatever, 99 yen store in Japan. Was it, like, a Lawson or whatever? No, it was just, like, a random place by the arcade. It was, like, some family-owned store. I got these in the gloves. Gotcha. That was just a... That was just a buzzword for me. That's like their 7-Eleven or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but the 7-Eleven the is way better, actually, than the Lawson's. Dude, because they have, like, since their work culture is so crazy over there, then they have, like, ready-to-go meals and stuff in the 7-Eleven. Like, it's so legit. Like, people just you know go what's... to 7-Eleven just pick up everything you need, right? Yeah, you know what's crazy, though, about the work culture that I found out while I was there, and I dig, I dug a little deeper? They, like, mm-hmm. don't work that much like i watched a video on youtube i was like a day it was like a day in a salary man's life and i was like oh my god like let me see there's probably so intense and the video is literally this guy going to work and then they stand up i kid you not in a corporate business they all read the newspaper and then the first thing they do in the morning is they stand up and recite their favorite part from the newspaper and this is this one specific business. i'm sure this is not everywhere but it was a youtube video like you can find it and then the guy was like okay now i'm gonna go take the train and just go thank all of our clients in person for like working with us and that's what he did all fucking day until 7 p.m and then went home and i was like what dude we're in the wrong we're in the wrong fucking country man oh i'm trying to get employed there i need to go i need to get out of america i need to go and get employed somewhere else (laughs) wait what video was it was it a june's kitchen video no i fucking love june's kitchen though i would die for him and his cast like i would die for them Oh my god, if you don't know June's Kitchen. <laughs> Dude, June's Kitchen goes off, man. I only that's why I brought it up because I know you like him too. That's like you actually put me on to him because I saw you tweet about it and I was like I checked it out and I was like Oh, this is so goaded. Nick, it's about this dude. He has this awesome, like, cooking YouTube channel, and he's just, like, the most slept on, highest subscriber dude on the whole platform. He has, like, millions of (laughs) subscribers, but no one knows him by name. Like, (laughs) I try to tell people about it. They're like, no, who's that? But, like, he does these cool cooking videos, and he goes out, and he has, like, his cats come with him, and he has, like, a cat. They just, like, sit in the bicycle basket, and, like, this one cat is, like, so perfectly trained, it just follows him everywhere. That's actually where I got the idea to start training my cats. So, (laughs) I started doing this thing where the uh, my two cats, the Mishos, I, like, there's one of them. I First of all, I'll, like, clear this up for everybody. I guess I call both cats Misho. That's it. That's their name. They're just me show. <laughs> and so one of them has a spot on his chin and I call him the ugly me show. And then the other one has no spot on his chin. So I call him the pretty me show. Wow. <laughs> the ugly me show like loves snacks. So I always give him a little snacky and I taught him how to sit from watching June's kitchen video. And he just he'll sit for a snacky. But Aww. I'm trying to get him to do the give me the hand thing, but I can't do that only june can do that that level of stuff 
June lives a perfect life. For, I'm going to like, you can cut this out if you want, but he, him, him and his girlfriend who's like from, or wife, maybe they're married. I don't know. But they're, she, her name is Rachel Legend. She's from America. They live in like rural Japan and everything he cooks, he like shows a whole half of the videos, him like sourcing it like from the place. Like he'll, if he wants rice, he'll go to yeah. the rice farm with his cat. Or if he wants mushrooms, he'll go in the woods (laughs) and just pick them. And then, like, makes these beautiful meals. And his cats just sit there and they stare at him. And it's just, like, (laughs) the most, I want that life. I just want that life so bad. Dude, it sounds like a Rachel living vicariously through another Rachel. I don't even like her that much. I love June June and I love the cat. She's cool, but, like. It, It is so cool how he goes to these, like specialty places to get all the stuff and like get it fresh like like you said he just picks it out i remember him going to like this mushroom like like you said the mushroom farm and they had like this stand outside of it with all the mushrooms in it and it's like some you like pull yourself out of the jar and then some you like hack off of the big plant it's really cool it's crazy. Oh, I would die for them. I'm so obsessed with like that corner of YouTube, like sourcing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the subgenre. Like I'm obsessed with those um, primitive technology videos, which is mm-hmm. just like these two dudes that are just always wearing jean shorts. They don't speak. <laughs> and they go out into like the woods and they build like bamboo like buildings and like moats and shit. And it's so crazy. Yeah, they build like pools and stuff, like finished yeah. pools with like stone age technology yeah and they like sit there and they like chisel the shit yeah. like for like hours probably and it's so incredible there's a single girl who does it and she's so iconic like feminist legend i feel like <laughs> <laughs> do you know um i wanted to bring this up before do you remember when we were when we were making all you can eat and i sent you like the first part about breakfast and you were like it's good. It's just too goth. <laughs> <laughs> How goth did you get about breakfast? <laughs> Nick wrote this like beautiful piece and it was like so good. Like the beginnings about eggs and coffee and like the golden sun and shit. And then like the last five like stanzas or whatever you want to call them at the end were like about some buildings were exploding. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? <laughs> well, I was basically trying to say everything sucks once you have to leave and go to work. And Rachel <laughs> and Rachel's like, I agree to a point though. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is ultimately about like being excited to eat with your friends at night. Like we can't get too goth about it. <laughs> oh. It all worked out. It did. It, you were like, you were like, I'm on it. I'm brightening it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, I used the phrase "everybody is screaming" or something like that. Yeah. And I'm reading it now, and that's that's not in there. So it's good. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the line I got to, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we're gonna need a rev one. You called him like the editor, Rachel. You were like, I have some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask a question about dancing. Uh when you like go to the club and you see people dancing, are you just like, This is pathetic? <laughs> no, I like hate I hate well, I hate the club. I'm very anti club. Um, unless it, like I'm feeling crazy, especially like nuts that day, but I'm anti-club and I hate like dancing at parties and shit because like the realm of dance that I'm in right now as like my career blossoms is super fucking weird. <laughs> like it's so weird. Like, I will be in class with people and we'll be like doing improvs or just like dancing, but like to no music and then people start like screaming and like crying and like moaning and shit. And it's just like, it's such a great great experience when you're in it but watching it is so bizarre and so like going to like social settings where i have to dance it's like oh i'm good (laughs) i don't want to get too weird in here (laughs) that'd be sick if at the club you're just screaming your head off (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, everybody's doing (laughs) everybody's just getting light rachel's in like a phoebe bridgers video Like, there's some, I went to this residency over the summer that was, like, a bubble. Like, it was super, like, the jobs are incredible. Like, it's full, like, catered. You get paid for everything. You get free hotel rooms and shit. But, like, the work is really weird. But And so, like, we did a live stream of it. And I, like, my parents were like, oh, like, send it to us. And I was like, okay. And I sent it to my dad. And he was like, Rachel, what? 
was that? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> that was the wrong video. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, do really crazy stuff. Especially, like, being in an MFA program. Like, everyone is, like, 45 and, like, very nuts. And, like, such a good way as an artist. But, like, from an outside perspective, I can see how everyone's like, what the hell do you do all day? <laughs> So do you think there's like, so like when, when people dance, like when they're out and they're dancing, like that's not artful at all, right? I mean, like in my research professor brain, I could be like, yeah, everything is art. Everything is dance, like blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like it's fun. That's sick for everyone that does it. That seems so fun. But I feel like if I were to do no, it, I would just be, take it too far. <laughs> don't be nice to these weirdos. God damn it. These just drunk, cooked up white people. They just move their hands around. They, it's not dancing. They're just like... It's very oh. good. It's so horrible. If only you could see what Nick was doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. When I went to college, there was so much of that. And I was just like, wow. This is like a full body experience. I, yeah. That's, I feel like, yeah, I don't, I'm not in an M MFA, but I cringe at that also. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time. I went out in college. It was just like this packed bar where like you couldn't move. My friend who was a sophomore just leaned into me and he's like, yo, just grab any bitch you want. And I was like, uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> what wow. the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that is so stressful. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally. Every, like, social event in college was so beyond stressful, especially, like, when you first got to college because no one knew what to do, but everyone pretended like they did and, like, would do all those crazy-ass yeah. dance moves and just do a ton of cocaine. And you were just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, I don't, know what's, I don't know what's going on. I'm so young. <laughs> it's ridiculous how much I hated college. <laughs> <laughs> I kept watching in college, like, uh, me and... <laughs> Me and Madrone really got into this one video from like like America's Got Talent or So You Think You Can Dance where this dude he had like this killer Swiss beat mix Swiss beats mix that he danced to and he had this move where he like got on his knees and kept like swinging his legs around underneath him <laughs> and so we practiced that for so long and we finally got it but like every time you did it your knees will get so torn up because we were just like you know our knees on the ground so when I was practicing. We, I would like, I got in the habit of like tying socks to my knees so that I had like a knee guard on it. And we were like dragging our knees across the floor. Dude, our, we had Rugburg for like an entire semester just trying to. <laughs> I can just envision you like walking in the club, knees just gushing blood. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of college, I feel like I should add this anecdote. One time I went to go visit Nick at his old school for Halloween weekend. Oh, no. And, uh, oh, shit. We, and I feel like you might not even remember this, but I think about it every time I eat pizza. We ordered a pizza from Domino's before we went out. We got home drunk that night and ordered the same exact pizza again, like six hours later. Oh, my and God. And ate it both times. Like, <laughs> and I fell asleep with the pizza next to me, woke up and ate another slice. All I had for like three days straight was like Domino's. <laughs> the same order every time. Dude, all you can eat. It, it doesn't stand out to me because to you, that was Halloween. To me, that was Wednesday. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick though. I remember Halloween. We got home and there's just some random guy doing coke on my uh, counter. And I was like, what the fuck is this, man? Was he? What I don't All I remember was like beeline to the pizza. And then I just fell asleep in his life. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember there was a bunch of people there and I just fell asleep in your living room. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> With like full like Halloween. I think I had a wig on. Like full like <laughs> full Halloween moment. And just knocked out slice of pizza in my hand. Did you guys coordinate a costume? No, this is funny. Our costumes were so insane because neither of us planned ahead. So I just had some red paint and I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just paint my whole face red. <laughs> and then I just put some black around my eyes and uh, we went to this uh, pregame 
And the people were like apparently weirded out by me in particular <laughs> because I didn't have a costume. I was just wearing a hoodie and jeans, but my face was red. And I was just in a wig and I just put a line of red paint across my neck. And I was like, well, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, so Rachel's basically nothing either. So we're just these two weirdos. And then the next day, the friend who got me the like hookup to the pregame was like, yeah, they thought you had uh, bad vibes. I don't think you're going to be invited again. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> like, our like, vibes They felt so like bad. it was important to tell me this the next day, yeah. <laughs> our vibes were terrible. I thought we had, I thought we were fun. <laughs> but whatever. My vibes, no. My vibes are always good. Exactly. <laughs> are, you, are you saying it was Rachel then? My vibes it might have, have been, been a little questionable. They kind of always are. But like, <laughs> no, it was me. They specifically said me. I remember I remember the lecture I got because I wore face paint on Halloween. And you were like in a hoodie. Like you were in just we were both in just like clothing. And then like I just had some yeah. random fucking wig on. Not even like a Halloween theme. No character. Nothing. <laughs> I had no I'd had less of a costume than Nick did. <laughs> and they were like, You don't even go here. They're like, You're fine. Yeah, they were just <laughs> You know, because they were like you know, sexy construction men and sexy cats, right? And then just this creep in red paint shows up. You guys were sexy in red paint. <laughs> no. And, and I, think- I think me and Nick, like, ended up getting mad at someone at, like, every bar or event we went to, and we would both, like, storm out. <laughs> like, we, like, I do remember that. And left. <laughs> I do remember that. We we kept storming out of bars for some reason. <laughs> And that I was didn't just even the know what we were mad at. That night. I just knew Nick was storming out, so I was pissed, and I was storming out too. And we would just yeah. went. <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful night, though. Yeah, that was so much fun. What a good Halloween, <laughs> dude. When uh, when we were in college, we always used to. We were, like, pretty destructive, pretty bad to, like, all these, like, jerks frat houses that, like, would host the parties and whatever. I remember well, one, one time – yeah, it was, it was so awesome. We would steal stuff from their house all the time. We would, like, oh, steal yeah. all their food and, that like, write, like, our names, like, into the wall and stuff. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> at one time, this one house was, like, they were having a party, but you needed to, like, bring a bottle to get in, which is crazy That's because crazy. can you imagine telling a group of college kids to be – be allotted to a party you have to bring a bottle what the hell is this frat gonna do with all those bottles so anyway we just like got uh like i don't know what we got but we drank about three quarters of it and then we filled the rest up with like ginger ale and milk and then we brought it and we (laughs) oh my god we gave it to them and the guy just took it and put it behind their bar so that was just like i I love to steal something from a frat house and go home if burritos in the freezer they were gone yep (laughs) no one no one deserves to be scammed more than frat bros absolutely absolutely it they is an objectively it. good thing to rob them. Especially when they made you pay money to get in. That Unbelievable. was crazy. I, I know. It's like I'm taking something. I'm taking a personal belonging. Or your entire one time, there was like a party at some like some athletic something house. And they had a whole, they won a game and they had a whole cake in the fridge. And like everyone was so tall. So I just like took the cake and like wobbled my way out and like woke up in the morning and was like, ooh, congratulations on your big win. <laughs> like said it. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember left. I remember the one time I, I took it too far. I was at a sorority party and the shtick was that like that we're gonna have a party, we're gonna destroy the kitchen, and the next day the what do you call it, like rookies of the sorority? Like the new people, yeah. the, the littles, the, I guess. Yeah, whatever the hell they yeah, are. The, ple- a, the pledges or something. Fucking, yeah, the yeah. pledges. It's a creepy ass fucking culture. I don't know. Yeah, any of it's shit. a cult. But Nasty. anyway, they're like, okay, so the the pledges will clean up the next day. So you know, destroy the kitchen. And I was like, well, I've never had fun at a single party ever, but maybe this will be fun because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to pretend to like get along with people. I'm just destroying Fuck shit. Yeah. But uh, I remember I blacked out. I did some coke, and then um. Next thing I know, the only part I remember is my face is covered in mayonnaise because I apparently took the mayonnaise jar out of their fridge, covered my face in mayonnaise, and started calling myself the mayonnaise monster. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my god!" Like, 
throwing <laughs> shit all over this kitchen, which I guess wasn't the point. I guess you're just supposed to pour it out on the floor. Yeah. But I took like <laughs> an entire jar of syrup and just like slammed it on the floor. And uh, <laughs> then I just hear someone going, hey, you, out. And I was like, oh, shit. And then, and then it was just weird. I remember looking and it was me in the kitchen and so- somehow the entire party was on the opposite side of the kitchen looking at me. And I'm like, oh, god damn. It's just me against the world. Oh, literally. I also would like to note that Sabato just just pretended he didn't know what a pledge was. He was like, oh, pledges? Like, what? You definitely knew that ahead of time. Well, I'm you're ruining kind of the immersion of this <laughs> podcast, I feel, by like <laughs> I was the word was like on the tip of my tongue and I knew it was pledges, but I didn't know the word pledge at that moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're not doing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now we're you know not what? Doing it. I there there was a girl, she was a pledge that told me actually that there was a thing that the I don't know, the big people or whatever, like they weren't allowed to do this and that certain things. You weren't allowed to talk to boys or whatever. But if they caught you on doing one of their actions that was like on this list of forbidden actions, they would like make you like line up and berate you and like crack eggs on your head and like just just crazy like behavior. It was just absurd. It's like you want to be friends with these people after that. That's nuts. That's crazy. Bro, that's what I'm saying. The whole culture is so fucking weird. You have yeah. no self-respect at all. Yeah. You're just going to, like, beg to be friends with people. You know how you make friends with people? You just talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to be like, here's $200. Whip me in the face. And then maybe in six months we can be friends. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. You could pay them to bully you, I guess, and that works. Yeah. Like. And they're like, it's like, dude, it's like 19-year-olds who just met each other calling each other, like, their brothers for life. Yeah. Like, this, this whole thing is so fucking stupid. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's questionable. Like, you go to college to, like, find yourself, I guess, and immediately these people are like, I need a pack right now. I'll do literally anything. <laughs> Where I went to school, it was different, though. It was super weird because, like, they didn't really do that much. Like, they did hazing for sure, but, like, it wasn't in, like, that classic frat way. And every frat, for some mm. reason, had, like, a fucking dance team. So, like, they would all, like, just go at, like, <laughs> dance, and, like dance battle, like, at pl- block parties and shit. It was so, it was kind of sick. But it was, it was crazy. I was just like, what is this? <laughs> My God, Rachel! Rachel went to the school from the Nickelodeon show Victorious, <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because I feel like I went to the exact opposite almost. <laughs> I have one more destructive story that was pretty crazy. That there was like I won't say who was in it because they damn like uh, there was some damage to the property, but wow. there was. So I was we were at this house and I was with someone and we were up to something and my back was against the wall and then we like got up off the wall and I looked at it and there was a huge dent in the wall. <laughs> like just a dent. <laughs> so then I brought my friend over, I'll call him Mark Rebelay. It was Mark Rebelay, actually. And he <laughs> took a look at it. He punched a hole right through it. Oh my God. <laughs> I said, take a look at this. And he said, all right, bet. And he punched right through it. <laughs> so, that is amazing. So then we all left. <laughs> and during finals week, it was like, so it was like me, Bedrode, and then my friend. And then during finals week, this guy who was like the boyfriend of like the girl who lived in that part of the house or whatever mm-hmm. confronted my buddy and then he was like he was like hey were you at this party the other night he was like after the test i need to talk to you and he was oh. like <laughs> he was like okay so he just finished the test and left <laughs> so he just <laughs> never saw him again <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy um, that's amazing. Yeah, what was that? What what was that guy thinking he had on? Him, what was he what gonna I mean? do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a great story because a frat bro and a landlord got hurt. Exactly. Perfect. Correct. Ending. Yeah, dude. You know what? You know what's so funny? Like the maintenance that landlords do, <laughs> where they just put put white paint on everything. Dude, I live like okay. I live in North Philadelphia, which is like 
a shithole. Like, I can't even lie about it ever. There's so many problems here. But the craziest Mm -hmm. shit that ever happened, I live alone, is my floors, I live on the bottom floor, my floors just started sinking. Like sinkholes in my floor. Like and there was like three giant. When you would step on them, it was like you would. It was like like you like mm-hmm. you were gonna fall into the basement. And for a while, oh, I just shit. let them happen. That's terrifying. Yeah, for a while, I let it happen because I was like, if I fall, it's only to the basement, and like I'm suing the shit out of everybody here. Yeah. Then, like, eventually, I was like, you know what? Let me tell my landlord to fix it. And so they fixed it when I wasn't here, and like we just never talked about it again. Like, ever again. Like, I never asked, like, hey, why are there sinkholes in my floor? Like, there was, like, four of them. And and she was just like, no problem. We'll fix them. And I was like, okay. That would be... That would be an insane villain villain origin story. An aspiring dancer breaks both her legs in <laughs> some freak accident. That would be so crazy. In my apartment, like trying to teach a cat dance on Zoom. Like I just go plummeting to the fucking basement. <laughs> my apartment has so many crazy issues all of the time. Like the SWAT team broke my front door down once and woke me up at six in the morning. Like it is nuts. Like there's so many problems. Problems. It's crazy. Were they looking for you? No, I live like above people and I don't want to like talk about it too much because I don't even really know. But like the SWAT team essentially broke down my door at 6 a.m. and I didn't know it was a SWAT team. And I woke up and I thought I was like being robbed and like I was freaking <laughs> out. Like I was like, I'm going to die. Like when I oh fly or, yeah. or flight, I did nothing. I was like, well, I'm dying today. <laughs> this is it. I'm in my pajamas. Um, Welcome to death. And then like I realized that no one was in my house after a while. And then I looked and like was just eavesdropping on everything happening. And I was just kind of like, hmm, okay, well, <laughs> glad I made a death today. That was sick. <laughs> Dude, landlords suck. Uh, so over here, when we moved in, you know, there were a few like minor things, and then the dishwasher was broken. I I don't know. I never really used it, had a dishwasher used it ever. So I was was not like dying to get this yeah. thing fixed. But my landlord was like, "Oh, we're gonna fix that, no problem. I'll fix it within like a month." And I was like, "All right, already a weird estimate. Like, I'll fix that in a month. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell?" This is yeah. This is your property, dude. Like, what the hell? <laughs> but then, I've lived here for a a year and a half. He still hasn't fixed it. Yeah. And every t- every time I see him, he goes, "Oh my god, I I have the part coming in. Don't worry about it." Like, who, like what is this act, dude? Like, <laughs> I know you're never gonna do it. <laughs> Landlords the, always are waiting part on a part. In. That's such a the part coming in is such a goaded like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually have because you you mentioned it. I have everyone always makes fun of me when I state this opinion, but I'm of the opinion that dishwashers just make more work for yourself. I agree yeah. because I think if you're already scrubbing off the food and rinsing the plate off, why not just wash the dish? Just finish dude, the job. Dude, it is exactly a hundred percent, dude. I'm of the belief though that like. It's not a dishwasher as much as it is like a cabinet to put your dirty shit in. Like that's where I put the dirty yeah. stuff, in. Like, and I don't have one. Facts. Obviously, I don't even have floors, but like, yeah. It's just like if I had one, I would just never wash a dish. I would just keep loading that thing up with just dirty shit. <laughs> isn't isn't living alone the best thing ever? I was thinking about this actually. Before, right before the pod, I have a gallon of Diet Snapple plug ad. <laughs> I have a gun, and the reason I'm drinking straight out of it is because I went to pour it in a glass, and I'm like, "Who the fuck am I pouring this in a glass for? <laughs> Why don't I just drink out of it? <laughs> no one else is gonna drink this. If I have company over, I'll lie to them and just say, "Of course, I didn't drink out of it." <laughs> it's a foolproof plan. A glass? What the fuck? Yeah, no, living alone, it, it can't be beat. The I wish best. I wish I could go back to it. <laughs> oh, man, you're missing out. The only thing that sucks, though, is that, like, when you live alone, like, when there's problems, it's like, whoa, I have to deal with it? Like, yeah, when we got all yeah, that snow, yeah. <laughs> Philly, Philly doesn't, like, 
do any maintenance on anything ever. So like when we got all that snow, they didn't plow, they didn't salt. And I have to park my car half on the sidewalk, half on the road. So it's like leaning off, which is always fun and blows my tires out at least twice a year. And I had to shovel. <laughs> like I was like out there, like in the middle of the night, like shoveling. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh my this? God. This is why I always make the point that feminism has been terrible for women. <laughs> because why should you be out there shoveling? Yeah, I'm ready to be a housewife. I don't have any real formidable skills anyways or, like, <laughs> contribute to the economy in any way or, like, to society that much. I'm ready. I don't – and I met this girl once. Shout out Xiao Meng in China if she ever listens. She was in my MFA program, and the first time I met her, she we danced together, and she's like, I just want to be a housewife. And I was like, how dare – like, what do you mean? Don't you want to be – and then the more I talked to her, I was like, you know what? This bitch kind of makes a little bit of sense. I kind of want to be a housewife too. But I don't have any housewife. Housewife skills. <laughs> like I, have, I have no skills. So you were like, "What do you mean? You don't want to go to a job for nine hours a day?" And then I was like, "Now wait a minute. She's making some sense." <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I just want to dance when I want to." I was like, "Yeah, you're right." As long as listen, as long as you can boil pasta and heat up some hot pockets, you have housewife skills. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Period. Like, exactly. And that's what I tried to say, but no one ever agrees with me. (laughs) Dude, that's all facts. Yeah. I bring nothing to the table as housewife or as a breadwinner. I I don't win any bread. I I didn't mean that was all facts to like (laughs) this. You know what you said before? About how, like, living alone, like, you actually have to do shit. There was a time where not only – a brief period where not only was I living alone, but I was the only person in my entire building. So uh, for a little while, like, garbage was just stacking up on the dumpsters outside. (laughs) And I'm like, why the hell is no one bringing this to the sidewalk? (laughs) And then I realized I was the only resident. And I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. I have to drag these to the sidewalk off of mooching off of other people for months. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love to mooch off. Like, everyone just... Anyone who does anything, really. And I just buy them an Uber gift card. Like, my neighbor's been bringing in my packages for me, so I just, like, slipped an Uber gift card under her door the other day. <laughs> like, uh, like, I would much rather do that than, like, have to go deal with, like, shit. <laughs> Dude, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing's wrong with that. There's nothing wrong – because people don't understand, too, that that shit like going outside to get a package, that has an opportunity cost. My time isn't free, you know? <laughs> if that's worth, if that's worth my, an my Uber gift card – My busy schedule of like screaming and dancing. I can't yeah. to go out and get my package. I'm just too I booked. have screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fucked up about the garbage piling up that I didn't – it was all my garbage and I never put <laughs> one and one together. <laughs> One of the craziest things that happened in my apartment like three months ago, four months ago, is they just like decided not to pick garbage up in Philly for like two weeks, I guess. And so it was all stacked up against the outside of my building. And like there was about 10,000 maggots that descended upon my front door. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> and I was the only, I like, I was like, what What the hell do I do? And I'm like out boiling. I have one little tiny pot because I live alone. So I'm boiling like three <laughs> cups of water at a time and like throwing it outside of the And like it was so, my neighbor like saw me and was like, what like this old man was like what are you do-? he like brought me a water bottle I was like sweetie what are you doing <laughs> it was crazy I didn't know what to do I like had to go to work and shit and I was just like I texted my landlord like there's about 10,000 magnet maggots outside please like just come help me <laughs> like, <please." laughs> that'd be real funny if you got like really like defensive with your neighbor <laughs> you were like what do you have beak trouble mind your own business <laughs> like, I can handle this <laughs> with like my little increments of water and then, like, I'm Googling, like, DIY, how to kill maggots rapidly. And I'm, like, dumping all the salt in my house out, like, on my front porch. Oh, and I was my like, God. Oh, sick. <laughs> cool. I had, like, no salt. I boiled, like, so much water. It was terrible. But, like, just a Tuesday in Philadelphia, really. <laughs> oh, one cool thing about Rachel we haven't talked about. Possibly her most iconic trait. This woman is blind. Well, well, half blind. You have one working eye, right? Yeah, one of them works for the most part. 
and the other one doesn't. Are you saying even the one that works isn't great? I feel like I'm suspicious that I need glasses or like glass, I guess, like a monocle. Oh, that would be so cool. So hard. I I want to get an eye patch, and I've been talking about it for months. And I I asked my grandma to make me one, but she told me I have to like find a pattern or some shit. And I was just like, oh, (laughs) I do want an eye patch. (laughs) She turned it so hard. (laughs) She turned into an Animal Crossing quest. She was like, find the DIY recipe, and then you can bring it back. (laughs) I was like, Grandma, you're supposed to know how to do this stuff. (laughs) Well, imagine showing up to teach dance. An eye patch on one eye and a monocle on the other. <laughs> that would be fucking insane. That would be so oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I have like no. If you want, oh wait, should I tell? Yeah, I guess it's fine. I have no depth perception like at all. And so when I was learning how to drive, and I was at the DMV like getting my permit, <laughs> like there's a question when you go to the DMV in New York. I don't know about anywhere else. That's like, have you lost vision in one or more of your eyes? And my dad was like, ah, say no. And, like, made me say no. So every time I have to go renew my license, I'm like, no. And, like, I don't know what what would happen if I said yes. Well, you never lost it. You just never had it, right? Exactly. And yeah, that's what that's my dad said. He said I could just play dumb and be like, well, I never lost it. I didn't lose it. And I was like, dad, this feels not good. You got to just, <laughs> just memorize memorize the eye test before you go there. I well, think in New York. The eye test is the same shit, right? In New York, you just stand there with both your eyes open. In Pennsylvania, apparently, I don't have a PA license, but apparently you have to go to an eye doctor. So I just, like, never changed my license. Uh Uh-oh. You can never live in Pennsylvania. I'm trying to get out of here before the eye doctors and the DMV come for me. Come on. Damn. (laughs) That's the least of it. Sometimes I close. I often close one eye and be like, damn, this is what Rachel sees, huh? (laughs) It's so embarrassing. Like, trying to grab stuff from people, like paper and shit. It's like I always shovel it right up to their arm. Or, like, if I'm smoking with someone and they pass me it, like, I never get it. One time I was literally in college and I had a glass and I was pouring, like, just clear vodka. And I just poured it next to the glass and it just spilled on the carpet for, like, like seven seconds. I didn't know. And then I was like, oh, oops. Okay, the the way that I just sits there and refuses to do any work whatsoever is kind of iconic. Absolutely <laughs> the legend jumped out of the socket. Yeah, seriously, like that's crazy to me. It's just there. It does literally provides me no benefits. <laughs> it's funny when we met, I remember I had this sweatshirt on of like Sailor Moons on it, like winking, so she has yeah. one eye closed. And you commented on it, and I think we did the face that she was making. I was like, Oh, it looks just like you, Rachel. And then I was like, found out that you were blind in one eye. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I didn't mean that Sailor Moon was like blind <laughs> in her eye too. And like I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I like thought you did in that moment, and I was like, Oh, Huh, I guess I have <laughs> <laughs> I guess your at is right eye Rachel. And I was like, well, why would it be right eye Rachel? Why is her display name in Braille? And like, why is <laughs> You can't you gotta put those pieces together. I really make it hard to find out. Yeah. People still don't know. Like people I have known for years have not known. And they, then I tell them and I'm like, there's been some hints. <laughs> like, if you've ever driven a car with me, there's been some hints. Like, I don't, I've <laughs> That thing you said before, where, like, one tire's in the road and one's on the sidewalk or whatever, that's not a rule. That's just how you park. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that's the only way. It's not even a rule. It's just, like, I moved in and my neighbor was, or my landlord, like, that let me in was like, oh, yeah, just park like that. I was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Dude. Parallel parking with half vision must be insane. Dude, I am, I've gotten better at it because my friend Megan, who's like 40 and like awesome, but crazy at the same time, she taught me how to do it better like last year, but it's just like so bad. I have to like stop my car and like get out and like assess and then like get back in and change it and then get out and everyone's like, bitch, what are you doing? (laughs) How, how did she go? How did she get so good at parallel parking with one eye? Does she like just do it for kicks? Like she covers one eye? Both of her eyes. She just like, Oh. <laughs> oh my god in my mfa program this one teacher the one who like we scream in her class all the time she's like a legend like if you google her she has like a great google like she's a wikipedia page and shit but the first time i ever really talked to her i had to tell her i was blind in one eye for some reason and she grabbed both my shoulders and was like me too or sisters and i was like and she's like 80 and i was like what? 
I was so nervous. Yes. So can you read Braille? Um, I can't, my fingers aren't sensitive enough, because I guess when you're, like, blind, blind, you go through training to, like, make your fingers more sensitive, Mm. so I can't read it, like, with my hands, I can read it with my eyes, which is pretty useless, but, like, my business cards are in in Braille, and that's always impressive to people. That's fire. That would be so fucking funny, if you ever go fully blind and you realize you never learned (laughs) how to read Braille by touching it, you're just like, (laughs) I only learned through sight. Like, I can literally go to an elevator and be like, yep, I can tell. I can tell what number that is. And then look above and I'm like, confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so incredibly useless. But I just feel like it's a flex to have it on my business cards and shit and in my branding because everyone else is like, wow. For a fact. For sure. Yeah. We're going to work it into the podcast somehow. Like the the marketing of it, I mean, like the episode title. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to write it in Braille. But that's the thing. It's so funny because it's digital. Like there's no way you can actually read it in Braille. You can only cite Braille, read it. So it'll be a bit that no one can fucking get, which is like. (laughs) It's literally like my Twitter handle. Like it's just all in Braille, but it's in Braille. Figure it out. I tweeted when I like finished when my MFA got like uh, they told me how they were going to give it to me in like the meeting that they do um, after your project and I tweeted like my name in braille and then I put the little like um, plane and then I put my name in braille comma MFA because it's a terminal degree so you can do the comma at the end and shit and no one liked it and I was uh-huh. like wow nice. these people like everyone's <laughs> hating on but then I was like oh I'm the only person who knows what the fuck this means like on planet earth probably <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I was like in shock. I was like, wow. What does MFA stand for? That's Math- a, our real yeah. Nikki Bato listeners love a good TLA. <laughs> it's the Masters <laughs> of Fine Arts degree. And there it took me forever and it cost me like 200 grand. Well, it didn't cost me. It cost America 200 grand. Thank you. You do not have to pay as that it back. Should. That would be yeah, that would be silly if you paid that back. I can't believe that they think I'm gonna. I'm getting my degree in dance. <laughs> like, okay, good luck getting that out of me. What are you talking about, everyone? Sally Mae emails you like, why are you not sending us $800 every month? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and the craziest part is like my undergrad loans were Sally Mae and they're like definitely mean. Like you do kind of have to pay them back, at least try to. But the US government, mm-hmm. they just have never contacted me. The, the, the fucking federal loans... They don't. They just send them. Yeah. I do. (laughs) And I like go to my financial aid officer and like he like knows how to get you more money from them. Like this one specific Uh dude. I'll be like, yeah, Andrew, just give it all to me. And he's like, okay. And he like types it in and then there's like 15 (laughs) grand. I'm like, wow. All right. I'm off to Japan for the month. Y'all be good though. (laughs) Literally. That's so funny. That's like what the bank is to you. Just the financial aid office. I'm I'm like trying to go get my PhD because I just need some more money. <laughs> you can never graduate. You have to just keep getting degrees so they never call you on it. Yeah, because then my loans just keep getting deferred. <laughs> <laughs> what well, one of my buddy's sisters did that actually. She like got all the way to like the end of her degree or whatever and she was supposed to write a thesis and do whatever shit and then they just gave her the degree. And then she said, well, none of, like, fuck all is happening now. Like, I'm all, like, I already got hired. I got, the, like, or they never really gave her her diploma, I guess. They're holding her diploma, but she got a job anyway. So, where she's, like, yes. really well off. Like, That's incredible. I, I'm just never going to leave. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> give me more more i'll take more and once i keep giving it to me i will keep on taking it like literally this year i got a graduate assistantship which kind of like means nothing because i was basically done with school but um it was like i got tuition remission but i was still taking loan i was like yeah so give, give me the normal give me the usual i could use it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love student debt man and everyone listening to this podcast is going to be so astounded. There's probably going to be at least three listeners that are like, she will have to pay this back. Good luck. <laughs> no, you won't. No, no you won't. Never. What are they going to do? 
I always think about that too. What the hell are they going to take from me? My PlayStation 4? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Literally. <laughs> the, repo, the repo men come for the Snapple bottle. And the, <laughs> they're, like, they're like, have you been drinking this out of a glass or what? <laughs> <laughs> 